Hello, family and friends. Thank you for joining our corporate family prayer through We Are Family Prayer Line. This is Eleanor Roden and guest Alice Montgomery, our sister in Christ. Hi, family. She is joining our mission to lift up the name of Jesus, to encourage families to do the same. We are praying that our whole family will accept the gift of salvation that is offered to the believers of the gospel of Christ. 1 John 1, 9 NIV reads, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Then allow the Holy Spirit to lead and direct you, family. This is why the blood of Christ will never lose its power. Family, I pray we live a life that is driven through a lens of faith. I want this to be my daily go-to so I can maintain the peace that Christ gives to us as we grow in Christ. Amen, Eleanor. I really like your comment about no more crazy 2020 because we should have peace as we go through trials and tribulations. We are going to have these trials and tribulations and this is a trying period. But how do we respond is the key. As a believer, we must be steadfast and trusting in God as he brings us through. Amen, Alice. Thank you for recapping Driven Through a Lens of Faith. Alice Psalms 18, verse 2, NIV. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Hallelujah. Family, this reminds me of the knowledge that I know I can trust God. And it brings me to the question tonight, family, can God trust us? How can we live a life that shows God he can trust us? Amen, Eleanor. I believe the question begins with what type of relationship do you have with God? Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Do you have a relationship with God, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit? We are a part of God's workmanship and God has an assignment for all believers. Yes, he does trust those that put their trust in him. Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six tells us God tells us to trust in him with all our hearts. This means we must love God with all our being. Trusting God is a dependence on God. Much like sitting in a chair, you depend on that chair holding your weight as you sit in the chair. That's how our faith is. We must believe God's promises and lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. This means we must get to know God, the Father, Son, 
and the Holy Spirit, which enforces our behavior of reading God's word, listening and talking to him through prayer. This is a process that we must condition ourselves to do daily as we look to lean on the Lord. Amen, Alice. I believe the more time I spend with our Heavenly Father, the more I become transformed. Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 12 to the King James Version, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Family, isn't this what we want? Once you realize transformation means being changed into the likeness of what is acceptable and perfect according to the will of God, and you see it in yourself and others see it, you are inspired by the Holy Spirit to read the Word of God and to pray to our Heavenly Father for more change and self-control so that we yield to the Lord's guidance. Hallelujah. Amen, Eleanor. That is a good point as we focus on transformation. This is a change from the world values to spiritual transformation that starts in the mind and heart of every believer. The Holy Spirit will guide and shape our thoughts and behavior when we yield to the Holy Spirit. A renewed mind begins with thinking soberly about oneself. God has given each believer a gift that can be used for God's service because God can trust us as believers to do his will. Each gift is used to strengthen our walk with God and support the body of Christ, which is the church. That is so true, Alice. When you think about it, when we become soberly minded, you are using self-restraint and being seriously focused. Therefore, we are expressing to God our seriousness, our serious desire to know God intimately. And that's particularly true when we cry out to the Lord when faced with trials and difficulties that come into our life as well. And especially when we give praises to God, because we recognize that every good and perfect gift comes from above, James 1.17. When we experience this type of fatherhood from God, we know God will always come through, hallelujah, because God inhabits the praises of his people, Psalm 22.3, King James Version. So just like an earthly father, attends to the needs of his family and his child, how much more a heavenly father will meet our needs. That God will go with us through today's trials and difficulties. To paraphrase James 1 verses 2 through 4, we must consider it pure joy as believers face trials of many kinds because we know that the testing of our faith produces perseverance. We want to persevere, to finish our work that God has put before us so that our character will mature and help us grow in Christ. So God is able to trust us. 
as we become more like our big brother, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, Eleanor. We must know God and not be ashamed of the work he has designed for all his children. Romans chapter 8, verse 16 through 17 of the New International Version confirms verse 16. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And verse 17 tells us now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. As a child, I remember being near my mother and father every chance I could get because I loved having them in my life. Now I get to do that with God. Thank you, Jesus. And that's exactly how it is when we stay in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, family. It's important to praise God for the many blessings we receive, big or small, and to pray to God regularly. I agree with you, Alice. We can see the power of prayer and worship in the character of Hannah in 1 Samuel. Hannah was distraught that she didn't have any children, while the second wife, Peniah, did have children, even though her husband, Elkanah, loved her very much and did extra things for Hannah, she was still distraught and prayed so hard for the Lord to bless her with a male child that her father-in-law, the priest, thought she was drunk. You know, Eleanor, because of this trial in Hannah's life, God knew he could trust Hannah with the birth of God's prophet, Samuel. Hannah rejoiced with this blessing. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, while the example was in the Old Testament, the New Testament or covenant expresses the same through Paul's writing in 1 Corinthians. Eleanor, can you share 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 2 through 4 with us? Amen. Certainly, Alice. It reads, now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. I care very little if I am judged by you or by any human court. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. That's Paul talking, y'all. My conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Eleanor. Paul knew exactly what he was dealing with. Praise the Lord. Because of Hannah's love of the Lord and obedience, her son became the prophet to replace Eli in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 23. Samuel said to the Israelites, Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. But I will teach you the good and right way. Hallelujah. Eleanor, how do you think that Samuel 
was able to illustrate how he cared for his people. Amen, Alice. I think the footnote stated, for Samuel, not praying was a moral compromise. And we must know that God has an assignment for each one of us that has accepted Christ as their Savior. Did you want to add anything else? We are his disciples, ready to share the message and to love one another. Our lifestyle should focus on prayer, as Hannah and Samuel did before God, and not on the values of this world, which does not reverence God. Man, Eleanor. Family, this pandemic time offers a plethora of opportunities to pray to the Lord for ourselves and equally if not more important to pray for other people. The hardships, the loss of life, the need to have peace, to provide comfort and encouragement, the opportunity to help one another during these economic difficulties. When we leave crazy and focus on God, God promises to direct even our prayer life. Prayer is just talking to God because Hannah knew God for herself which was witnessed in her heartfelt prayer. What do you think, Alice? Praise the Lord. I recall 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 12 through 15. Hannah wanted a response from God because she was deeply in need and wanted God to hear her prayer. We must pray fervent prayers which means we are giving all we have in prayer. We must be sincere about our prayers to God. I know this can be hard for believers that want something to happen instantly, but know that God loves his children and will never leave us. Amen, Alice and family. Let us call out to the Lord. Heavenly Father, We thank you for watching over us in these trying times. We pray you guide and lead us. We thank you for opening the eyes of apathy and providing an opportunity for people to take to the streets and stand against injustice and divisiveness by speaking out and by voting. We pray to be driven by the lens of faith. Give us clarity and understanding of what to do And let us not lean to our own understanding, but to see these things through our spiritual connection as we seek God. Let us be servants that you can trust. Let us not cease praying to you daily and reading your word. Forgive us for disobedience or complaining, but let us be obedient to the Holy Spirit. We know the love of the Lord. You are our rock our fortress, and our deliverer, and in whom we take refuge. We know we can trust Jesus and pray to be more like Jesus. Heal us, Lord, physically and emotionally. Deliver us, Lord. Help us be ready to tell of the Lord to a dying world and let our love overtake the hatred of the evil ones. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for listening to another We Are Family prayer line. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.